0: It's a good point that why wouldn't the devil make himself hot as fuck?
1: Hot A F. There's no reason. He's cool. And cool is hot and hot is radical. So and hot is also Elizabeth Hurley, true. back in like nineteen ninety-seven. So All
2: these things are true. At the height, height of her like, Austin uh, Powers powers. powers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too much for one nation's cinematography. She conquered the whole world that was a british film right (laughs) yeah clearly clearly a british film (laughs) this is our culture we need to do it right (laughs) the queen has to sign off on it And welcome to Paragon Marathon. I'm the satanic panic himself, the devil Dan, colon, crybaby. (laughs) Dan. (laughs) But Dan is fine. Dan, Dan, yeah, you can call me Dan. (coughs) Say Dan. How you doing?
1: You had so many opportunities. It's not fair. I
0: Change <laughs> your name. Get a better one. Dan, no
1: yeah. to tell you.
0: This is I that d- privilege conversation I've always heard about. Dan rhyming <laughs> with things. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> it's my greatest Man. advantage in life. None of that, like, white, blonde hair, blue eyed stuff. It's rhyming my <laughs> name.
1: They <laughs> set you up to slam dunk every time. Slam dunk. Ew.
0: I thought you were gonna do a prophet Daniel bit and I'm glad you didn't I mean well who's to say who knows what that bit could have been Maybe it was gonna be great but this was
2: great Yeah okay. when we do a thing on the veggie tales I will have more of those
1: <laughs> mm, Lucifer I'm gonna keep my fur on thank you very much uh, I'm Sarah and I'm feeling a bit fancy today It's my fancy
2: intro. <laughs> that is fancy So the Pro Satan Pro Fur intro. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Come for me, PETA. (laughs) Oh dear. And
0: and I'm Tom here to say that we've got a badon for you to sate on down and listen to today. And I'd be Lilin if I told you we weren't gonna have some fun.
2: Holy (laughs) shit. You have clearly (laughs) sold your soul in a Faustian deal to get even more puns. (laughs) (laughs) I'm impressed. I did what was necessary. Wow. For the
1: podcast. (laughs) I didn't keep count. I didn't keep track. (laughs) Is that seven? No.
2: (laughs) For every
1: layer of hell.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Every circle is puns.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, I think everyone's caught on to what we're doing today.
2: Oh, yeah, we should say, this is the podcast about Satan. We did it once and it was lost to the abyss like Milton's almost was. Mm-hmm. But now we're back with even more powerful recordings and three <laughs> Hail microphones. Satan. Hail, Satan! Hail, Hail, Satan! And blessed with the foreknowledge
0: of every joke that worked and every one that didn't. So now this is going to be the optimized 100% crit comedy <laughs> literary <laughs> podcast episode. Yep. <laughs> Oops, all cherries. Round Oops, all
1: oh, cherries.
2: Oh, bless you for bringing it back.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, sir. we're going to need that in a good, like, 70s font on a T-shirt, I think.
1: That's a good call. <laughs> I have cherries with me right now.
2: Oh, damn. It's all
1: coming together. It's
0: literally true. This is the greatest day of my life. Which is usually a good way to know if you've made a Faustian bargain. But anyway, <laughs> it starts off great. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
2: <laughs> Cleopatra's my girlfriend. <laughs> cool.
0: uh, okay, so today we are doing our re record of the Lost Satan podcast. We're doing, ostensibly, it started as uh, doing like Satan, the literary figure, uh, someone who's been obviously a mythic figure. It's a lot of relevance to both modern and historical uh, like faith and interpretations and mythology. Uh, But also like the more modern literary character found in, say, Dante as the guy at the very bottom of all of the hell for a sad Italian boy to explore. Uh, Milton, cool, sexy rebel angel who's just doing what he can to resist a weird fascist dude or, uh, you know, red cape, red suit tights. Rubbing his hands together, little mustache. Gonna give you, you know, like a pie today in exchange for one negative pie when
2: you die. And that's negative your soul. Pie. negative pie. I thought you were describing Daredevil at first.
1: <laughs> <Soul-charing's> <laughs> <negative pie>. uh, <laughs> what's that movie with Elizabeth Hurley, too? I think she did it best.
0: Uh, Electra. Wait, nope.
1: The so <laughs> one with Satan. You know. uh, <laughs> you know I just
0: one? confused Elizabeth
2: Hurley with Jennifer Garner, so <gasps> I am going where I deserve in terms Bedazzled. of the seven. Bedazzled. Players. Oh, God. Yeah. Brandon Fraser. Fuck yeah. That's right.
1: Excellent interpretation of Mephistopheles, type, I think. Or yeah. a little bit of both. But anywho, back on track. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. Wait, I'm the Hollywood producer reading, the, like, uh, whatever the title is, like, The Sad, Very Bad Day of Dr. Faust. And I'm like, what if <laughs> Satan had. Boobies. Yeah. And they're
1: like, yeah. Millions yeah. of dollars.
2: We'll talk about it
0: later because uh you know, it's such a great pop culture blending with the like Mephistopheles
2: Satan, the Faust Satan. I was also looking at uh the Baphomet, that's the symbol that the shit, satanic temple. Yeah, temple yeah, of yeah. Uh, uses the most. And it's all about duality and fertility. So it's a big titty goat man. Sabbatic goat, big titty goat. Right. Like, got BTG, all the cool imagery going for them.
1: Throat goat,
2: goat, <laughs> goat from the throat. Because that's where the goat part starts. Yeah,
1: it would be hard to oh, approach geez. that
0: throat, but yeah, optimized throat. This is how did I become this deranged? This is the episode where I realize I literally am on the path to hell, and that I need to change. <laughs>
1: or hope it's red as heck.
0: Yeah, I mean basically Hell. it's that. It turns out spoiler <laughs> like Satan's cool guys or <laughs> extremely weird. But like or or a or secret both. double agent fascist loser, like narc, but oh, probably
2: no. oh. probably not. He's probably cool. No, he's too cool. He's got a leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I can't wait to discuss that because I have a lot of problems with like the Christian view of Satan because mm-hmm. like it doesn't it doesn't make sense. I think we talked about it in our Jesus episode. Oh yeah. So I can't wait to dip into that a little
0: bit. Yeah. Yeah. And as another preview for the sectioning, like that'll make sense for us to talk about alongside Milton because part of Milton's goals when he wrote Paradise Lost were to justify the ways of God to man or theodicy. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's trying to figure out how the fuck a character like this can exist with this degree of supernatural agency and power in a monotheistic universe. So, like,
2: that's a thinker. Like, and all the literary critics after him were like, wow, this guy sure loved Satan, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, you missed the point. I don't like him because he's cool. Yeah, exactly. They're like, you made him
0: hot on page one. And that makes me feel extremely confused as a Christian yeah. man. So.
2: Yeah, no one ever Oops. got over it. I reject Oops. From there, got all those increasingly sexy Lucifer statues. Dude. That the church just kept commissioning. It was like, no, too sexy. Try again. And he's like, what if he had an eight pack? And was flexing over his yeah, sinful man. And they're like, oh. Just put it way up in the church where no one can see it. it flexing.
1: Fun. They gave him that deep V. Oh, that, yeah. Like- that natural V. <laughs> it feels like it's a little too
2: deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, that's that's perfect. Those are two. And then the third one we're going to talk about broadly is like by way of the origins of the figure and some real (laughs) religious studies fun. uh, We'll get to like Satan as the the beast, the guy who's at the bottom of hell being nasty. The beast. Um, And those are as we see it or as everyone sees it, really, the three like broad satanic uh, personifications um, or characterizations rather. But I'm also extremely excited to start with, uh, you know, some origins shit.
2: Some like, let's go back to the Hebrew Bible.
1: Yes, uh, yes. yeah.
2: When he was just a dude clocking in as, uh, like, <laughs> welcome, uh, yeah. Looking at all the stuff you've got for me today, and I think uh, some of it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Care to explain your work.
0: It's <laughs> it's amazing. It's so wild. I love studying Judeo Christian both history and like. M- Myth making, uh, scripture,
2: whatever you want to call it. It's been on. It's been in all the coolest video games that I've vibed with the most. Like, and that's the uh, Anton Lavey quote too. That like Satan's been keeping the church in business all these years. So true. (laughs) Oh, well said, Dan. And so (laughs)
0: that's a that's a great segue to this Pagels quote. I I've always read Elaine Pagels stuff. She writes a lot. She's a religious historian. Writes a lot about early Christianity, Gnostic Gospels, (laughs) stuff like that. Um, and I read her book on the origin of Satan or the origin of Satan. Uh, one of the things her her sort of main takeaway or her broad theme in this book is that like Satan is the ultimate personification of the other. And so like a lot of what led to the characterization we know today, especially in the Christian modern context, is from like a historical legacy of Christians using him and the idea of him to Define both who
2: they were and
0: who everyone outside of
2: their group was.
0: Oh, um, yeah, Are you
2: a sheep or are you a goat? <laughs> exactly. Book of Matthew. Putting what? goats in the cool camp the whole time.
1: Sick.
0: So basically, yeah. the early church is like a lot of competing movements. Uh, at first, very oppressed and then very not oppressed and very much in control. And scattered, like not mm-hmm. centralized for a lot of its history. Um And so there's this great quote, uh, a society does not discover its others, referring to like otherness or othering groups of people, seeing them as separate Mm -hmm. from yourself and thereby to some degree of not human. Oh. A society does not discover its others, it fabricates them by selecting, isolating, and emphasizing an aspect of another people's life and making it symbolize their differences.
2: The
1: straw man and
2: scapegoat, right?
0: The straw goat. Oh yeah.
1: Toho tier.
0: Straw goat is exactly it. But, and you know, like, You know, it comes down hard on the church, obviously, which is easy to do with a lot of 2,000-year-old institutions seeking
2: total social and political control. Yeah, it Uh, turns out. (laughs) uh, Not really future forward. uh, Their goals and how they got there.
0: We don't have a lot of, like, literal institutions that can trace their, like, you know, institution genealogy back, like, literally 2,000 years or almost 2,000 years. Just like
1: the King of England. Kind of thing, yeah, right?
0: except way more like direct longer. and convincing and secure, <laughs> uh, and way longer. Yeah, it's totally insane. So I don't want. I just is just to preface by saying I don't want to come down and like too obvious of like all Christianity is evil and obviously a scam and like making. Life worse for like so many people, it's totally yeah. ridiculous and like basically impossible to compare to anything else. All right, That'll that's be my role. Harsh. I'm
2: that mad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Man. the goddamn audacity of using any kind of religion to dictate, yeah, you hu- like modern life, it makes me furious and but, it makes mm-hmm. me want a Satan. We need them. And
0: they, they were using them for the wrong reasons, and I think the use of them maybe got cooler in certain threads over time. But this yeah. is just to say, that's all bad and terrible and deserves, you know, our derision. Uh, no one historical person is usually acting in the interest of, like, ruining the world. Uh, so, like, you know, that's not to let people off the hook, but it's like, I, mean, I
2: understand that. It's, yeah. yeah, there there is a pope. <laughs> but he's got, like, a shadow council of Illuminati, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, my research went off the rails a bit. Well, so and Did like, you know, the snake was the first in the garden was the first reptilian condemning mankind for their orgon energy. Yeah, that checks out. Please disregard everything I say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I've, I've already started with
0: like the idea of Satan as like the other and the evil guy and the shadows ruining stuff. And like it is its origins are older than that. But like. A lot of that perspective of how the modern Satan developed was basically like right away in the earliest stories of explaining their religion and their beliefs, they framed people who were oppressing them, which were various groups, maybe, you know, the actual uh, Jewish temple and priests, maybe the Roman Empire. But like, regardless, pretty quickly, all of their narratives were about how everyone outside of what they were trying to do was being manipulated by supernatural evil, like literally was like,
1: I'm glad they dropped that. We don't hear that
0: anywhere at all. <laughs> Shit. Well, because people wouldn't say it. Oh, no. Is this just me literally ranting about the hypocrisy of modern Christians for two hours? Hey, stop. Clear, who who am I possibly marketing this podcast to? Stop listening. Oh, you believe
2: something? Get out of here. Yeah. How dare you? Please leave. <gasps> Oopsies. Yeah, we don't alienate anyone. Never I, I like what you were saying about how uh like it made me think of like all division or all organization comes from division and othering. Right? Like there's it's you can't mm. be organized and inclusive, it feels like.
0: Yeah. And some <laughs> right. anthropologists point. have written about how like that's actually, you know, broadly speaking, a, a an evolutionary trait to like survive in groups or whatever. Exactly.
2: This is lizard brain. Like these bears yeah. kill you, these ones don't. Right? Like this kind of behavior helps us these survive. Yeah. Uh, and like we're justifying it through the weird rational lens. The yeah. highest spirituality that is only given to man and all beasts are subservient to him. Because hmm. yeah. you're not thinking about it too hard. You, you're, you just want your brain to like give you a hall pass,
0: let you off the hook, like take some pressure off. All these people are chill and I can like sort of let my guard down and just like be how I want to be. They're telling yeah. me that how I'm living is okay.
1: <laughs> yep. Sweet. I'm not mixing my polyesters with my cotton. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> Don't keviting. trust
2: calico cats.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so like that's where it ended up. But that's already like, you know, maybe more than a thousand year, probably more than a thousand years after the technical inception of this character. So I'm going into the the original lore. We're going to talk about the Hebrew Bible a bit like, yeah. People often think Old Testament, which is the Hebrew Bible, uh, and think, like, the serpent first, because, like, the book of Genesis is, like, right at the beginning. Right. (laughs) Um, But it wasn't until way later that um, the serpent was, you know, either directly or sort of suggestedly Satan. Yeah, responding to the devil.
1: Oh, so it was just the snake before? He was just like some snake. Sometimes a like, snake
0: is just a snake.
1: Sometimes a snake <laughs> is just a <laughs> Thanks, snake. Freud, yeah. That's a good point. So the snake was just like making a suggestion and thinking like, well, maybe he'll, maybe he'll do it. Like, what wouldn't that be crazy if they actually ate that apple? So Just my, a bit of an asshole yeah,
2: My hot take <laughs> from the Milton reading Is the snake is actually the hardest done by In the whole goddamn thing mm-hmm.
1: Aww, Cause he has no arms or legs
2: <laughs> Well not only did it give us That excellent quote of like Well if they were condemned to crawl on their bellies After how the hell did they get around Before this and there's that like great the hopping about, around where he's Satan like is not a pogo stick <laughs> it, being shouted by academics like that oh, rules. He's into was. a literary brawl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played Donkey Kong love... Country too. Yeah, yeah. This is the best way to get around.
1: <laughs> God, I I love what humanity. All the little steps that we had to debate if snakes were all coiled up and bouncing around.
2: And wait, real quick, I think that snake tempts Trixie Kong Kong. into, like, falling with Diddy and forsaking the ape father, Donkey Kong. Damn. Mm -hmm. I have another essay to go Right, Let's finish this fast. The uh, the cool, th- so yeah, like, you know,
0: it seems like Satan behavior, because he's like, eat this fruit, the knowledge of good and evil, which like, in the past, people were like, I get the metaphor, I get why that was bad and not perfect, because we moved away from perfection, and in pretty much all of the modern era, most people are like, this is sick, like,
2: this is, yeah. what, why are you w- manipulate God, <laughs> that you don't want us to have yeah. knowledge of good yeah. and evil, like, that's, the only reason you'd want that is to be in an abusive relationship, where you're like, no, no, I tell you what's good, don't worry yeah. about it.
1: I don't know much about uh, Judaism as a faith, but I do really admire that the art of debate and conversation when it comes to discussing yeah. the Bible and the, is it the Torah? Uh hmm uh, And, like, this is one of those topics of discussion that oh, I would want to talk about of, like, okay, so the snake <laughs> doesn't, what? Pl- <laughs> like, God wants us to be stupid and pure forever? Like, why did he... Like, this would be a great debate to yeah. have, and I wish that that was more of a right, uh, you... way of thinking in Christianity, because there's so much to discuss. Like It really questions
2: w- free will, right? And, like, yeah. the idea yeah. of, like, is it meaningful to love a thing if you don't have the option to fuck it up? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right? Like, sort of an unfalsifiable belief would be the equivalent philosophical term, where it's like, that belief is technically meaningless, because nothing you could say could convince you otherwise. That's right. So, like, great, cool opinion. And also, like a
0: lot of the people saying it, like explaining it like, oh, no, because free will, you have to still choose. But it's like, well, but do but do you like that's what we're saying? And it's like, no,
2: (laughs) you do because I believe you do. And it's like, (laughs) and then I don't have to choose anything because I just do what it says. It's because it's not about philosophical consistency
0: at the end of the day. It's about justifying. It's all every step is about trying to figure out how you can justify a really weird old story with something you believe now. And so you Hmm. bring it to the middle of those two things, and the stories change over time. And eventually it's like, what the fuck was this possibly, what were they thinking? (laughs) So, like, good time as any for me to mention that, like, when we're talking about, like, the historical Israelites, the Jews, we're talking about a bunch of different time frames, some of which are, like, really well-known and archaeologically sound, and some of which are, like, a little mythic and ancient. Like Babylonian captivity. Yeah, Yeah. before that, like, the Empire of David and, like, the Temple of Solomon, like, Jerusalem, like, legit, like, a powerful, small group of people. Who knows when that was, but the Babylonian captivity was when, you know, ever-expanding, very warlike, large empires in the ancient Near East were, like, conquering everybody, and the Jews did not do well, and were actually removed en masse from Israel to Persia.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of exodices.
0: Yeah. And, you know, 80 years later, 70 years later, Cyrus is like, you can go back. But some do and some don't and some do over many generations. And, you know, you're still uh, like a vassal kingdom at, from that point on. And right, either way. Fully like, fully autonomous. Yeah, exactly. But either way, there's like a ton of cultural exchange. And so, like, some of what we have written down and what would become the Hebrew Bible or the Torah or whatever is written during this Uh, you know, the second temple period, like after the temple was destroyed by Babylon and they went into exile and then came back. And some are based and like, ideally they are the core of them are based on stories from even before that maybe a thousand years before that, but maybe several hundred years before that. And so these different influences creep in both in terms of priorities, justifying things that characters do, but also like if you go back far enough, there were tons of myths in the Middle East or the Near East, you know, the Levant, the Mediterranean that had like, okay, the first thing that happens in the universe is a dude kills a snake. <laughs> like, <laughs> obvious, We can all agree on that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm trying to think what, he I used to know the names it's, for these. Yeah. It's called a chaos comp. Uh, and it's like that idea of some uh, immortal deity or culture hero slays like a serpent or a giant sea you beast know, that Leviathan, represents yeah. exactly the Leviathan that represents awesome. like chaos. Sick. Uh, and so it's like order <laughs> defeats chaos and that's the origin point for creating the universe or the world or whatever. Right. And sometimes they like make
2: the world out of the body of the snake. Yeah. And, and like
0: tons of changes from there. Point is, you know, in uh the, Babylonian, Akkadian kind of traditions. The Hittites, um, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, Marduk slays Tiamat. Tiamat's like the god of like the salt water and like a primordial deity from which life is made. And like, there's also the the Canaanites with Baal slaying Lotan, which is straight up Leviathan. And so like, you know, you have your different priorities with a monotheistic deity that that Yahweh becomes, but. You know, the origin of the intro chapters of Genesis, um, people think, was maybe even like Yahweh killing Tiamat or something. Right. Um, or some version of that. And so, you know, then from there, as everything gets blended up, the significance of like a serpent figure is still important. So like maybe that's the egg that became like the evil satan snake tricking humans.
2: Like...
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like translations change, but it's amazing to see what themes go yeah. like survive and are carried on. And you can do that in like modern symbols too, sort of like, um, uh, you know, Santa as a Coca Cola friend, mm-hmm. but uh, like before that, being uh, you know Saint Jolly Nicholas. Old Winter Man, Saint Nicholas, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, and you know, presents get reestablished as important or not. This is not a great example. No, but that's ex- <laughs> that's exactly it. And so, like, some people
0: think that the Leviathan in the the Hebrew Bible is, like, a comparison point for, like, enemies of Israel in a general sense. And that would be different if you're writing before the, you know, 6th century BCE or after the return from Babylon. Like, maybe you'd have a different perspective or different figures influencing your writing, like, in the literature that you've read or the stories that you've heard. yeah. It's crazy to think about how big the ancient world is because it's as big as this world, but it feels small when you read about it because it's just like these select
2: little times and groups. Ends. Yeah, we only have these little slivers left to mm-hmm. infer from, so it feels like there's less uh, material and less uh, like people to learn about. So I got a little off base there, but like...
1: Whoa, man.
0: Yeah, there's so the actual... <laughs> that, you know, that's the serpent who a lot of people... I think most people would say, like, yeah, that is, like, literally Satan. It's not, like, a different okay. thing. It's, it's like, directly Satan, if not something that Satan arranges. It's usually, like, Satan has
2: transformed himself into, like, a weird snake with a beard face guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and again, beard I know we're not doing Milton yet, but in Paradise Lost, he can, like, turn into animals, but mm-hmm. in this one, deliberately possesses a snake. The snake was innocent and oh, was so cursed was a regular the hardest. Snake. He just made him an accessory to yeah. original oh. sin. And then after the fact, God is like, now all humans are going to crush your heads, and you'll bite at their heels, and also it's going to hurt when women give birth. And yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Well, because you know what? I'm not feeling generous you, right fine. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you've Man. done this thing I set you up to do. I'm uh, so disappointed.
1: Not to distract, but like uh, the whole thing about it hurting giving birth, like we all know that humans have gigantic gourds, and if we're looking at the <laughs> evolutionary theory like i looked into this because i was i was feeling salty about it it turns out evolution does not care if you feel pain it just cares if the baby survives yeah if enough babies
2: survive right like on average it's not a hundred percent hit rate yeah
1: so that's why it hurts and like it's going to forever probably
2: that's why
0: when it looks like an animal is like screaming like a person and it's like nah but he's like thinking his own animal stuff it's like nope No. (laughs) He's screaming because it sucks. It all (laughs) sucks. Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about how, like, proto-humans were, like, in the womb for more
2: like a year. But them gourds got too too luxurious. Too big. They grew faster than hips, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: So, back to the snake Mm -hmm. at hand. The snake was possessed, so Satan was somewhere else, like, operating in the background. He was creeping
2: in. No, yeah, he, like, climbs over the garden wall. He's in a tree. Yeah. Looking at the snake. (laughs) Oh, okay. He sees this snake sleeping <laughs> and is like, not no more. No more precious dreams of the snake that would walk yeah. around or bounce on a pogo stick of his body. Does the wizard
0: fingers that the mask does when he makes that lady cop right. say. The oh
1: possession.
2: God. And Cast. the mask is green because he is also the snake. <laughs> and the casting. Serpent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> casting uh, Cuban Pete. Yeah.
2: Summoning the Cuban Pete. Invoking <laughs> the Cuban Pete. The fall of man. We did it. We solved it. Oh my
1: God. Okay. So he can, obviously, he can do a lot. Do they ever, specifically in the Bible, go into like his power specs? This is so lame. It is so much more
2: inferred secondary material, right? Like it is all fanfic the whole way down.
0: So, yeah, depending on what you're talking about, because in its origin, like. The Satan is, I'm, I'm going to just segue into the actual origins, a word yeah. in Hebrew or its origin is a word that means like adversary or accuser Ooh. or
2: opponent. Like we have devil's advocate now, but it was like an official position, like the other side of a debate. And it was Ooh. before he was a
0: devil. That's like more, more modern development. But he was a an angel, which is often written in the oldest Uh, Hebrew text, as a son of God. That's where Mm. that comes from. Later Christian stuff is, like, incorporating all this language that's, like, a little bit angel and a little bit Messiah to, like, just make sense in the context of their story. Also, people are often just referred to as sons of man. Enoch is the son of man. And it's like, Jesus has also got that title later. But it just literally means a guy. Like Tarzan. Phil Collins. Yeah. No. Well, except he's
2: definitely a bit of a Christ figure. Or is he? Hmm. Okay, well, that could be a movie for club. For redeem- For another yeah. day. Redeemer of gorillas.
1: Back to Satan. Back to Satan. Creep.
2: So
0: he's he's a son of God. He's an angel. It's not even a guy in the beginning. It's just, like, an angel who gets a job to oppose humankind, right? Yeah, like a right.
2: defense attorney or a prosecutor, right? Yeah. Interesting.
0: Well, so most famously, like, in Job, by the time, the way Job is phrased now, but maybe in its origins, it's like, He's appointing a Satan, or this guy is his Satan. He's he's the angel with the job of, like, you know, questioning, yeah, reviewing humanity and questioning them. There's actually two different things, because there are older stories than Job, we think, but Job is one of the most well-known. And in that one, <laughs> Satan is, like, he is, like, he's not malevolent, but he's in this, like, you know, negative space where God is, like, the good guy, and he believes in Job to ultimately do what's right. And Satan's mm. being, like, you know... He's instigating. But um, that, we think, was written, or at least, like, the modern translations we have, that was written at a time where, like, Persians were oppressing most of, you know, the Jewish kingdom, like, they are Mm -hmm. the ones in charge, and uh, the Persian Empire was famous for having these, like, roaming intelligence agents and spies who were, like, totally hated by everybody because, you know, started by Cyrus... Uh, And then continued on. There's just this, like, amazingly efficient intelligence, like, industry for a whole empire. Sweet. Like, even so long ago. And, yeah, so, like, you were getting ratted on, you know, some guy was, like, checking your shit and reviewing your tax numbers and, like, you know. (laughs) Narking like crazy. Narking like hell. And so Satan is sort of characterized like that.
1: The official nark. The eternal...
0: (laughs) The heavenly IRS, yeah. (laughs) Apparently there's, like, a pun or a similarity between the Hebrew words that mean Satan and the word that means roaming, which would have been, like, how they referred to those guys a little bit, these, like, roaming spies. Um, Anyway, I thought that was kind of neat.
1: That is cool.
0: That is his role in that story. He's, like, a bit of an asshole who's instigating, whereas in, like, Balaam's story, he's just, like, you know... Uh, a piece that God played and it's like if you step here you fucking die <gasps> I gotta I tell the story of Balaam or Balaam can I tell Please that do. Tell yeah. that one I can't remember if I did it in the first recording we had a teacher sweeter. named Mrs. Balaam that's I know funny. and I can't people in audiobooks I've read pronounce it Balaam and Google says it's Balaam and it is
2: B-A-L-A-A-M so I don't know we have a secret devil teacher this whole time is that what you're telling me that's definitely how it's <laughs> <Harrisburg. laughs> I think it's a video game this year, Balam
0: Wonderworld. Anyway, this is his story. He's a Moabite prophet who worships pagan gods, and the king of Moab pays him to curse Israel. He's like, you know, this is, this is early days. Uh, Israel's a kingdom. You know, there are neighboring kingdoms. Moabites don't get along well with them. Uh, God, so this king pays him, because he's got magic powers or whatever, to curse Israel. The God of Israel then speaks to Balaam directly. He appears and is like, don't do it. I'm legit. I'm sweet. I'm sweet with it. And Israel is sweet with it by proxy. So don't even try to curse me. And he pieces out. And Balaam's kind of a sigma for this one. Because he's like, you know what? I'm going to go back to the king and I'm going to get him to charge me double. Or pay me double. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So he gets proof of uh, a... Opposing God's existence, and then that God threatens him, and he's like, "I can get paid for this shit."
2: <laughs> yeah, the stakes are okay. heightened. <laughs> I need to be compensated for this It's not how I would have reacted. I would have been like, "Oh no, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he gets off really easy in the end. But anyway, so that's what he does, and he's like on his way to do this like leveraging of the king to get double paid, and God sends the Satan. And it says he sends a son of God, the Satan, um, to oppose him. And so he puts him in the road that he's traveling, but he makes him invisible. And so the Satan is standing there, glaring, holding a sword, like, ready to kill anyone who walks up to him. Uh, Awesome. But he's invisible. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, and well then what's the point? So, All right. so, <laughs> yeah, well, is let's is make it super <laughs> rad and then be invisible, <laughs> That's
2: a lot of religious <laughs> storytelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So,
0: uh, Balaam is on his ass. He saddled his ass and he went towards the king of the Moabites. Uh, his ass is his best friend. They've been together for a long time. Very loyal and good ass. And then we are told that the ass is good because stop, he's like, please,
1: stop.
2: A trap Tom is set for us. He knows that phrasing it this way, we would be reduced to little giggling.
1: I'm, I mean, I'm 12 years old. <laughs> I do, I,
2: <laughs> saddles his ass is impossible not to laugh at. <laughs> That's my new. i am going head out. Yeah, <laughs> he settle my soon. ass. Settle my ass down the
0: road. Uh, okay, so the uh, that's our setup. So it turns out the ass can see the angel. He can see the Satan, and he's yes. like, "Oh no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't walk over to that guy." And so he's just moving away, and Balam's like, "You idiot!" And he starts hitting the donkey, and the donkey's oh. been his BFF for life, and he's like, "Why is this guy hitting me?" Uh, I'm just trying to, doesn't he know, I'm trying to save his life? And he just, like, keeps hitting the donkey more and more. And then he's like, that's it. I'm going to fucking kill this donkey.
2: No. Uh, <laughs> the faithful all-seeing ass.
0: Yep. So at this moment, God gives the donkey the ability to speak. <laughs> yes. <gasps> because he's solving this problem <laughs> as he goes. He's Oh, Sh- tra-
1: Out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so I'm a donkey Shrek Don't go to that Invisible murderer <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh.
0: And then The donkey's like My friend Why do you strike me? Uh, I was trying to Move away from that Insane fucking angel Who wants to kill you <laughs> And then God's like Nice And he grants Balaam the Ability to see The Satan Okay uh, This is a lot of Extra steps <laughs> Yeah And
2: you needed God
0: And it's he's like, of, uh, <laughs> He's yeah. like Oh no <laughs> <laughs> and then Satan's like, and that's why you shouldn't hit donkeys, and then leave.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Good moral. <laughs> wait, what if he just, like? And Balaam is like,
0: oh fuck, I totally believe in God now, damn.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, so okay, it feels a little off-base. Wait,
1: let me plot this out so I fully understand it. Mm-hmm. So I could be, a, so God sends the Satan. Yes. Down. To just sit, stand in the road, invisible, about prepared to kill this dude.
0: Yeah, you skip the step where he explicitly tells Balaam not to do something or he will fuck
2: his life up. But yes, yeah, he does oh, that. okay.
1: Uh, w- wait, what does he tell Balaam?
2: Balaam is going to curse everyone. Yeah. He's like, don't curse me. Don't try to get him to
0: pay double for cursing me. You idiot. I will kill you. Uh, okay. And then he's okay. like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> that's... And that's when God sends down the Satan.
1: okay. So God, like, wins either way? I guess. Usually. Does he yeah. It definitely
0: just, seems like he's going to win in the end, whether we like it or not. Like, yeah, like, he's pretty
2: OP. Yeah, win-win. lower stakes than Superman. That's so dumb. if the
1: donkey wasn't such a G, mm-hmm. wasn't such a good buddy, a real one. yeah, he would have died. Mm-hmm. And God would have been like, sweet, excellent. That's yeah. what I wanted, too. But he God didn't want the donkey to suffer, so he made him talk? Mm-hmm. Is it's, that kind of? the story? You got it.
2: It's real fatty lumpkin energy. Yeah. Angels are like parfaits. Everyone likes them and this one will kill you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I think I follow. I just feel really bad for the donkey in this story because for a second he's like conscious. Yeah. And like gets to talk to his friend and all he gets to say is like, please stop hitting me. I'm trying to
2: say. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just literally the donkey plot from Shrek. I won't get off of this.
1: Well, I was kind of a dick.
2: He really seems like a guy that doesn't deserve to survive, but he does. No. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I'll just keep my like evil cursing entire people powers and have <laughs> learned my lesson beyond my way.
1: Yeah, I, I it don't seems. Don't trust like, this guy. And I know this isn't fair because like I don't know God that well. Uh <laughs> but like in some circumstances, he's like, cut off the tip of your penis. And in others, he's <laughs> like...
2: Kill your son. Kill... Yeah. You better kill. do it. You gonna do it? I <laughs> he was gonna
1: do it. Or, like, wipes out an entire group of people. Mm-hmm. And, like, drown... Anyway. Turn a woman I, to I salt. I have my beeps. Yeah. And in I this mean, case, he just makes the donkey suffer and then brings him to consciousness and then takes it away. for Or does the donkey around. talk forever?
2: Yep. That's a good question. He... He was used to dealing with people in
0: a different way because, according to these books, people were not chill at this time—three thousand years ago or whatever. Like they were doing, they were reacting to things in pretty aggressive and insane ways. So you (laughs) had to be firm.
1: Is this like the lead era? Are we at lead yet? (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) Okay, well then they wish. There's less of an excuse. All right.
0: Yeah, that. so this idea of, like, the Satan is anything other than that, like sort of an appointed yeah. adversary figure or, like, a prosecutor. We can talk more about Job if you want to. That doesn't appear till after the Babylonian captivity. And the other thing I didn't say is that they think it's from immersion in Zoroastrianism which is uh, one of the world's oldest religions, um, which is all about this duality. Like, there's this ultimate light figure and ultimate dark figure, good and evil creator and destroyer.
2: Like what we were talking about earlier, the, like, inherent evolved, like, dichotomy we see the world in as a survival Mm -hmm. mechanism and, like, it is the basis for the religion that all other religions have drawn from.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, as a result, you have this monotheistic, all-powerful god, but a strong desire to, like, coat the world in this, like, light and dark uh, eternally opposed thing. And you can't really have your cake and eat it too. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. Uh, which is frustrating.
1: Yes. (laughs) I think we talked, let's briefly go over this again, because like in our Jesus episode, it's like, all right, so God is all knowing and all powerful. Right. And he creates, uh, he creates Satan who tries to oppose God because he doesn't, agree with some of his choices, rightly so. And God can't stop Satan or chooses not to, to tempt people.
2: Right, we're getting into the fanfic of Christianity. Yeah, you've wandered into the problem of evil.
1: Because evil either has to exist separate from God entirely and be a a force that, like, actually threatens him in some way, or hurt, whatever. Uh, Nice. But, thank you. If, if it's actually supposed to be taken seriously, I, I guess, because what God's plan and is, all that.
0: Yeah, no, within the context of the religion, you're supposed to take it seriously. Like, when yeah. you apply a philosophical lens to it, the problem is that God is all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-good. And basically, you can't be all three of those. You have to only be two of those, or it doesn't make <laughs>
2: sense. Yeah. The, the Miltonian take that he gets to in, like, books 9 and 10 of uh, Paradise Lost... Or that, like, God is the more cosmic reality uh, in mm-hmm. the Trinity. The sun is sort of, like, his more human qualities, like his ability to act in the universe. And, okay. like, from his cosmic perspective, he knows that Satan will rebel and take a third of his angels and, like, commit himself to evil, and from that will come about greater good. The this Tolkien vibe.
1: Thing. Yeah. I See, I love the Tolkien approach of, like, uh, Iluvatar... Knowing that the song Is supposed to be this way
0: Yeah It's still having your cake and eating it too Because it's free will exist but I know all of it And you can't act outside of it And I choose to let it happen but could change it Like all right, man fine
2: Right like the poetry (laughs) and imagery of it is beautiful and fun Absolutely But it leads to like modern literalists saying like Oh yeah like young children get cancer because it's God's plan and something better will come oh, of that, sake. right? Like, it's not a one-to-one-to-real life and <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't act like it. No. Like, the all suffering is, is for the good, so we should just let all the suffering happen. That was yeah. Mother Teresa and she a uh, idiot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, she legit was a piece of shit, absolutely. Yeah. I
1: know. It's just hard to say it. It feels good.
2: I feel true. free. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm lounging about on my lake of fire <laughs> and I'm yeah. just loving it. I'm yeah, hydrated in my lane.
1: I <laughs> like the I like the concept of God not caring as much mm. because of this greater scheme of things. I don't really like the thought of God caring about our day to day activities and having like such stakes in them. That doesn't make sense to me, Sarah. Anyway,
0: I gotta tell you, I think you would like the Aristotelian creator deity and also Valentinian Gnosticism. I think Ooh, that I'm going. Well, I don't know if that was the right time, but you're no, gonna like la- right. well, you're gonna, gonna like it face. when I talk about it later. It's fucking crazy. It's it's okay. it's having your cake and eating it too, and having another cake and eating also that cake.
1: Oh, just like Matilda. <laughs> Bring it on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat it in front of the whole class. I don't care.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, I'm having visceral chocolate flashbacks.
1: Bring, <laughs> Bring it on, on trunchable. Trunchable go. No. <laughs> okay, That's like so
2: seven for kids. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sorry for that digression. Thank you for... Ooh, thank if for we're not king. careful,
2: we'll spin out into chaos like Milton I know. Satan.
1: So where were we before that?
2: Just talking about, like, the early steps of
0: uh, how the Jewish portrayal before Christianity of Satan sort of changed, maybe due to Zoroastrianism and, like, you incorporate, like, a dark opposing figure, maybe, but not in a direct way. That then obviously catches a different you know, current when the Christian thing happens, which is kind of out of nowhere. And to summarize is like one group of Jewish people who are really like, yeah, this guy was the Messiah. I'm pretty sure. And others who were like, -uh." Mm no. So they start demonizing rather than like the political enemies of Israel, which is like what a lot of their poetry and scripture is about, right? Like resisting the Persians, resisting the Canaanites, resisting Rome. Yeah. Now it's about resisting the wrong Jews uh, Mm -hmm. who are like, at first, like the institution, right? Like of the the priests of of Hmm. Judea, of
2: Jerusalem. Right. And that's where we like touch on the cool anti-establishment part of Jesus, where he's flipping over tables. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of calling out hypocrisy. But it, you know, really spun out from there. Yeah. And eventually, what's
1: the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Sorry. Well,
0: no, that's exactly (laughs) it. And it does create this other crisis of like, so who's the bad guys? Is it people who don't believe what we believe? Or is it Rome? Or is it, uh, you know, the priestly establishment? Or is it rich people? And eventually it becomes easier to be like, all of those people are Satan. That is Satan doing all of that. It's not people. It's Satan. Right. Uh, Or which doesn't start directly as Satan, but it's like, you know,
2: the, the, the uh, the forces of
0: evil. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, really quickly, it does actually become Satan. So, yeah, but that characterization changes in like a major way in like the first 500 years of the common era.
2: Yeah, that's what I want to keep reinforcing is that like all of the Satan stuff we know is retconned. Like that's how we get to this place is like amalgamating what came before with our current like imagery. Mm hmm. (laughs) Right, and and it's like translating to the future and simplifying, yeah. and then
0: obviously to jump over a lot of it. Like by the time we, we're talking about like Middle Ages Europe Christianity, which mm-hmm. does give us Dante and a very famous Satan in Hell. Like we're we're getting much closer to the modern like prince of evil idea
2: like right, but some he was used uh, much more as like a shorthand in symbology right like in plays like he would you know symbolize the evil thing more mm-hmm. than like modern americans are worried about the devil literally being there tempting you to evil
0: yeah and that's where we're talking about the, di- the difference between that and like faust which is 500 years later 600 yeah. years later um and mephistopheles so it's cool to see how it changes and like Uh, you know, after that we get the amazing romantic Lucifer uh, in paradise lost. So like, it's really cool. He's not exactly one character in his early days. He's a title and then he's a person, but maybe he's a lot of different people or demons. So like there are a lot of different names. Christians were really into taking other religious figures that existed and being like, yeah, that's actually Satan or like a (gasps) demon or like a Duke of hell or whatever. Like,
2: Right, in the same way that the stories about Jesus were probably amalgamations of other people's stories, right? Or like when they're retelling the like the sun myth of uh, you know like Persephone and the yeah uh, descent to the underworld and coming back and the sun being resurrected, like all of it gets put into the most relevant uh, like modern symbol, and that's mm. how they go forward organizing people under one sort of ideology. Mm-hmm. Can you mm-hmm. imagine
1: if human beings by nature were more like Prone to telling the honest truth instead of like, you know, sneaking things in here and there. <laughs> like, I sh- it'd be a very different uh, yeah, history. I cannot,
0: I cannot imagine that.
2: No. Way
1: more boring. It's yeah, the craft sure. of
2: storytelling, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong?
1: Liars! Yeah. You're all th- <laughs>
2: Fake news. I, d-
1: I do it, too. Like, I'll have been like a little hyperbole every now or like steal a joke from Cal and then quietly apologize in the back of my head. and like, sorry, Cal, but I want that one. <laughs> yeah. I want it. Now it's mine.
0: <laughs> there is a line of where it happens. Like, it's a blurred spot where like a truth becomes a lie based on things like intention and perception and like due diligence or like degree of <laughs> care. So like, you know, nothing means anything, but not in the not in the lame way. In like a cool yeah. way.
1: <laughs> in a cool way. <laughs>
0: yep <laughs> i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about so the, the the next thing that i want to talk about um is my favorite area where like these two sort of forms where we sort of see how like classic satan got mixed up with like some early angel description and some like war evil guy corruption language mm. uh which then turned into the later stuff and that's the book of enoch which is fucking insane
2: here we go. This is the like tip of the roller coaster. Been chugging up this hill, and now we're gonna slide through a bunch of nephilim fun times. I'm so excited. Nephilim mm-hmm. is it, bro? And it's yeah. lit, bro. And I, I think
0: maybe before we do that, we should do the quizzy for an introduction. Quizzy. To this stuff. Woo. I think maybe it's time ow, ow, ow. for a, a little quizzy break.
1: Just tell me I'm good and smart, and I am <laughs> deserving. Please, please, does not come to validate up my enough. feelings? I can't believe how badly I need quizzes and to prove to people that I'm good <laughs> and smart. And yes, yes, I know. I, <laughs> I know the good things. Anyway, please continue. I hope I do well.
0: I am going to send you a list of names, which I am going to read. So first of all, uh, the title of this quiz is You Go By Many Names, But I Know Who You Are.
1: <gasps> Name that Satan.
0: It was a madman Satan. It was a madman Satan. That's, uh, <laughs> of course, what Don Draper says to the IBM. The computer, the computer guy. Yeah. <laughs> that is the fall of man. Yeah. <laughs> There's our tie-in to the Satan. The close, well, you know, Mad Men is actually just, like, exploding with biblical illusion, but, like, that episode's pretty good for it. It's got a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I gotta, you guys have to go on Honor System No Googling. No okay. Google. You'd hear my keyboard.
1: Yeah, mine too. Keycaps.
0: What we have here is a list of some of the many names that the devil has gone by in history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes they have been, some of these are used for a bunch of different things at different times. Some of them are direct names of Satan. Some of them are direct names of divine beings that sometimes are just literally called Satan in disguise or another name for Satan. So... Mm -hmm. What we're going to do is, I'm going to read you hints, and you have to match up the name to the hint, and then we'll cross (gasps) them off
1: the list as you go. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. yes.
0: Just to read uh, the names to our listeners, here are the, I think, 12 names of the evil one Uh, Abaddon, (laughs) Ariman, Astaroth, Azazel, Baphomet, Demogorgon, Iblis. Leviathan, Mammon, Moloch, Samael, and Samyaza.
2: Yeah! Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I think two of these we had as names for our pet fish at different times.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: you had Baph- Bahamut, No, it was right? Bahamut,
2: not Baphomet. Well, yeah, okay. close. It was Same. a nerdier goldfish. Bahamut, <laughs> of course, being the king of dragons. King of dragons.
1: <laughs> Made right, his flame burn me in
2: love. Yeah, we
1: lived for like six years that's a good fish yeah he's a good guy and mom and dad were like we didn't replace him even though you barely took care of him like he
2: (laughs) (laughs) he trucked along that was all we
1: didn't we didn't care about that (laughs) we were ready to teach you about death anyway let's do this
0: uh yeah i'm just gonna start with uh one of these hits uh okay so let's go for our first one uh the bull-headed demon lord, worshipped as a god who supposedly demanded the sacrifice of children to appease his.
2: I know this. It is.
1: It, yeah. is it? Yeah, you go for it. No,
2: I want to hear your choice because I know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Call <down.
1: laughs> shot. Uh, I I'm torn between Baphomet and Mammon.
0: Okay. Okay. We need a final uh, answer
2: here. Who Baphomet. is?
1: Who is Baphomet.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, in the form of the question.
1: <laughs> who is Baphomet? For the
2: steal, I'm going to jump in and say I know that to be Moloch. Oh, it oh. is indeed Moloch. Dang.
1: Oh, yeah. You Very
2: well statue, done. You could put babies in and it would light on fire. That was a whole oh, thing. Yeah. So uh,
0: that, that is basically the whole thing. He appears in the Hebrew Bible several times to condemn and disparage the Canaanites, who were like a neighboring country they were at war with, um, who they say were his worshipers. Uh, He's traditionally viewed as this Phoenician Canaanite deity, um, but the words of his name are actually, like, contested. It's very close to the word for sacrifice in the Punic language, like Tunisian, ancient Tunisia. So, like, you know, it could have just been, like, derogatory shit that the Israelites or others made up, or it could have really been uh, an actual deity that demanded sacrifice. Either way, it eventually became just, like, another word for a medieval Satan or a medieval demon. It's kind of unclear in both.
1: So the sacrificial yeah. connotation of Satan is like based on truths or like based on stories. At like least well, for Moloch. Just pulled from our butt. OK. Cool.
0: Yeah. Right. And like he's varying degrees of representative of the evil other that became Satan or demons Sweet. or hell. Um, but yeah, like specifically, a lot of Christians today still talk about it, use it as like a symbol for like, Child
2: sacrifice, specifically. Like, he's, Damn. he's yeah, that type of, like, satanic panic. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> and in the Milton, uh, he's one of the, like, crazy generals of uh, Satan's fallen army in hell who's like, nah, we just gotta Sweet. run that back. Like, we lost real hard, but I feel like if we just go to war again, it'll really go our way this time. <laughs>
1: awesome.
2: Yeah. Soros loser, ra- Moloch.
1: <laughs> I will be. At the end of this quiz, if I don't pass!
0: (laughs) (laughs) So next up, we're going to go with, uh... According to demonology, a great duke of hell who sits upon a dragon and carries a viper. His name was bastardized from a Mesopotamian goddess of war, love, and fertility. Buzz. Go for it.
1: I'm going to (laughs) guess (laughs) Semyaza.
2: Semnoza. No! No. (laughs) Right? I... (laughs) I'm not as sure of this one. It's all very familiar, but that's just all one. the imagery is pretty metal. So I'm going to just guess Abaddon. Ah,
0: nope, that is incorrect as well. That was ah. Abaddon, Dan. Abaddon <laughs> one. Thank you for doing
2: that pun again. It definitely warranted a revisit. Oh, shit. Fuck.
0: <laughs> uh, do you guys want to take one more guess together and then I'll just tell you the answer? Uh well, okay, sure. so...
1: Oh, wait, what was it based off of? Like,
0: I'll what? read it again. According yeah, yeah. to demonology, a great duke of hell who sits upon a dragon and carries a viper, which seems excessive, <laughs> is it kind of a hat on a hat, was bastardized from a Mesopotamian goddess of war, love, and fertility.
1: Okay, Mesopotamia. What is that before Alphamet? <laughs> I, I know. The, right? oh,
0: the, oh, sorry. I thought you were asking what Mesopotamia was. Never mind.
1: No, like, I, I'm trying to think of, like, I can't pull any names from that right now. Uh. Yeah. No, it's oh, a hard um, one.
2: Maybe it's Astaroth, because that, to me, sounded kind of like Ishtar. Dan, you're yeah. a fucking badass. That Hell is the yeah. correct answer. Oh, Because, oh. yeah, Mad no, points. for me, he's the big soul-caliber <coughs> X. <Axeman>. Exactly. <laughs> so that
0: threw me yeah. off. Yeah. Astaroth <laughs> is a big Frankenstein with an axe and <laughs> soul-caliber. Who I, hates nunchucks. Yeah. I had that in my hand, and I was like, no way. This is way too easy. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, Astaroth comes from the Hellenized, the Greekified version of Astarte, who is a goddess of the Canaanites and Phoenicians, closely related to Ishtar. Um, Like, they are almost the same figure from Assyria. Cool. that's so metal. In this form, Astaroth was taken and applied to Kabbalistic, which is Jewish mysticism, wisdom stuff, texts in the 15th century. So, in the, like, you know, late medieval period, uh, the Renaissance-ish. Regarding, like, an interest in the occult and, like, early demonology stuff and, like, weird yeah. grimoires and, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, in these texts, Astaroth was one-third of the great triumvirate of hell, along with Lucifer and Beelzebub. Cool. So they have their own
1: little organization down there. Their yeah. own little uh, bureaucracy. Love yeah, we love it.
0: hierarchies, right? do. <laughs> <laughs> They're what makes sense to me, a medieval dude. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but who's the okay. king of all these people, please? Yeah, that's my worldview.
0: <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, let's keep going here. So you guys have taken down two. Nice. Uh, let's go. A deity associated with the underworld, likely originating as a misreading of the Greek term for demiurge, the petty fashioner of the material world, or fake god.
1: Demiurge. Uh... Everything is telling me not to pick Demogorgon because <laughs> it
2: has Stranger the words Things, in it. Yeah.
1: Stranger Things ruined it for, like, <sighs> I, d- but also Demiurge, uh, it right. sounds kind of like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and from, again, the Greek, Gorgon is a monster. Uh, yeah. Right? That, that makes sense go to with me.
1: I can buzz for a Demogorgon.
0: You yeah. got it, Sarah. Well done. Hey, That's some excellent stuff. logic and some excellent evasion of the fact that Stranger Things is a phenomenon, and it's, it's pointless <laughs> to try to stand <laughs> in its way. <laughs> Thanks, like Dragon. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Demogorgon is described by an early Christian author as the supreme god, whose name is not permitted to know. Uh, Demogorgon know it, has been used. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. (laughs) By Gnostics uh, and early Christian groups to refer to a hidden deity, the prince of hell, a deceiver, or a malevolent Demiurge. Demiurge being like in Gnosticism, to summarize briefly, the idea that the god of the Hebrew Bible or the Christian god is like a petty dude who thinks he created the universe, but was actually like one of many creations of the real creator that is like unknowable and distant.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that.
0: He thinks he's all that. Exactly. And so there's some (laughs) Gnostics who basically think that that Demiurge is actually Satan who thinks he's God, which is cool. Mm. Uh, But in some of them, he's not malevolent. The Demiurge is just like a guy who legitimately believes he is God because he came from something that he doesn't know and can't know, like something infinite.
2: And in that way, he's cool and compelling and relatable. Yeah. yeah. Like trying to conceive of a higher power that created you is a very human thing.
0: Yeah, he's like us in that way. And we're like, oh, bro. Yeah, it's tough. You dumb
2: nerd. Yeah, I bet you're a big worm. Is how I've seen him depicted.
0: (laughs) Uh, It was Demogorgon specifically was used by Milton in Paradise Lost to describe a region of Hell, and uh, by Dutch demonologist Johan Weyer to describe the Master of Fate in Hell's hierarchy, which was then bastardized into just being Satan. Because being Master of Fate sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty. good not bad. Uh, All right. Let's move right along here. Uh, the, one of the seven princes of hell personified
2: as the demon of wealth and greed.
0: Ooh. Mm. I know
2: this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, buzz. And thank you again to Chrono Trigger for referencing this in the, like, delving for riches and weird bellrug finding avarice. It's Mammon. It's for sure Mammon.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Hell yeah. Mammon. He loves gold.
2: The Mammon Machine
0: is also the first thing I think of every time because Chrono Trigger is a masterpiece.
2: It is. And yeah, in Paradise Lost, he's like, I don't know, man, hell's pretty cool. There's gold everywhere. Sweet. (laughs) And he's the one that encourages the construction of Pandemonium, the city of hell that means all demons. Because he knows that property fun. values are only going to go up. That's right. Real estate is the devil. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> have you tried buying in hell lately? Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, until the interest rates drop. Like, it's just not not yep. fiscal.
2: Just
0: like Mammon before. is making TikToks about how just get you passive income. That's the secret.
1: Uh, be a landlord. <laughs> we all have the just... same
0: 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mammon's on his grind. <laughs> on that grind. Uh. Possibly Mammon was an old Aramaic deity of wealth, like not in a bad way, but maybe in a bad way.
2: But like fortune, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's now a personification of the pursuit of wealth. Christians began to use Mammon as a pejorative to describe gluttony, excessive materialism, greed, and unjust worldly gain, which was a big deal for like the first hundred years, and then they forgot about it.
1: Yeah, they seem to conveniently (laughs) forgot about that. Once we
0: have all the resources, it's not so bad. The uh, Gospels of Matthew and Luke both quote Jesus using the word in a phrase, often translated as, you cannot serve both God and Mammon. And from there, some people took that as a duality. So, like, they took Mammon as shorthand for Satan or for the evil one, right, Mm -hmm. before it was specifically Satan. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's how that happens. But, like, a lot of the time now, he's, like, a a different demon. Okay. Cool.
1: He's just okay.
0: Let's uh, let's do... hmm. Let's get wild. Uh, Okay. Listed by the Catholic Church as a demon in the rank of fallen powers, but was the ultimate embodiment of the spirit of evil and destruction in one of the world's earliest organized religion.
2: Ooh. (gasps) Earliest organized religions. That, to me... I think, oh no, I'm just, I'm guessing, I'm talking I out I really want it to yet. be
1: Samyaza, because it's <laughs> fun to say. <laughs> Yaza. Right,
2: and it doesn't sound like the two that are derivations of, like, the of God translation, yeah. in the AL. So yeah, let's say Samyaza. Oh man, I so want to talk to you about Samyaza, but that is not,
0: in fact, Samyaza. Semnoza. No. Semnoza.
1: Semnoza, again. <laughs> uh, Shh. Shoot. Give me
0: your second guess, and then I will tell you, I will
2: reveal the truth.
1: Uh, Hermon sounds old AF.
2: Right, and I know Iblis <laughs> was an old-ass name for Satan. And That's I, right. Right, so I'm going I'm to go with Iblis. It's a good guess, and I appreciate the logic. Uh, it's also a good guess because
0: it's, like, uh, clearly the language of a different religion than Christianity or Judaism. Mm-hmm. But it's right. the wrong answer. No. Uh, the answer is Ariman. Oh, nice, sir. Uh, Ahriman! being a cool floating eyeball in every Final Fantasy game. I also yeah. couldn't get past that image. It was like, one of these guys will be a floating eyeball, and I'll know exactly which. Final Fantasy taught me religious history. Uh, but Ariman is the personification of evil in Zoroastrianism, opposed to and in eternal struggle with the ultimate good being and creator, uh, Ahura Mazda.
2: Um, oh, that was the newest Prince of Persia game, I've just recalled.
0: Damn. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool one. Zoroastrianism is often called the oldest organized religion in the world. Um, it was the ancient Persian faith from a guy named Zoroaster, and yeah. elements of its teachings and stories endured in Persian culture through the Babylonian captivity of the Jews, like we talked about. Uh, through this contact as a deity outside the purview of Yahweh, these figures trickled into Judaism and Christianity as false gods, thereby becoming demons or pseudonyms of Satan himself. And Damn Arman baby. is big evil, so he's got that Satan energy. I'm not keeping good enough score. I think it's like two to one. Dan's
1: winning. The point stone winner is how I'm going I at. got yeah. Demogorgon. Dan got at least two others. Moloch,
2: Mammon, and uh I Guessed Astoral. That was my. And Satan. I have to yeah. stop
1: guessing Semyaza, because I just it's wanted never
2: to. <laughs> yeah, well <It's> now I'm <laughs> gonna pick Semyaza next. You don't know. <laughs> no. You can't figure me out. Uh okay,
0: so here we go. Accuser, seducer, and destroyer. He is the angel of death. Although he condones the sins of man, he
2: remains one of God's servants.
1: Seducer Mm. sounds kind
2: of sexy. See, now I think that's (laughs) Samael, because again, of God is the suffix in there. And I think I know who Azazel is, and it's a different uh, Nephilim. So I'm going with (laughs) Samael. Samael is correct. That was a good one, Tanner. Yeah! I think he's a bad guy in that uh, Four Horsemen game It's like a Zelda homage. I wish that game was uh, better. 25% as
0: long. Then it's like a great game. Then yeah. it's an all-time <laughs> great game. <laughs> yeah. A shame. Okay, yeah, Samael is correct. So Samael is an archangel in Talmudic and post-Talmudic lore, the Talmud being like another holy book of Judaism, which is like uh, collected wisdom and spiritual information. Um, he works as God's accuser and does the dirty work. This is a, a fairly old Satan character. Um, he is not necessarily evil, but he does so much nasty stuff that he's sometimes just talked about as evil or a fallen angel. Um, okay. Like you would need a fallen angel to do stuff this nasty is the justification. So he's <laughs> just
1: like the worst normal angel, not like
0: the nastiest one. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he was born to be nasty, but you know, it's so nasty that we can't really yeah,
2: <laughs> applaud he's it too got much. his own category.
0: So, in some early stories, he engineered the fall of Adam and Eve with a snake, according mm-hmm. to writings produced during the Second Temple period. However, in this version, the serpent is not a form of Samael, like Dan was talking about, but mm-hmm. a beast he rode like a camel. Oh. Uh, so, which is kind of like possessing a snake, like riding a camel snake. <laughs>
1: He rode it. He in. rides
2: it at them, I guess. Amazing.
1: And was like, eat the apple. Well,
2: putting this down cool there, like not me? on a snake. Yeah. yeah.
1: It, it, it was important for him
0: to do it this way, but I don't know how it accomplished what he needed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just sounds rad as hell. Yeah. I
0: would... <laughs> he knows how to make an entrance. <laughs> In a single account, he's the father of Cain, mixing in Ooh. some Enoch vibes. And uh, sometimes he's also the sexual partner of Lilith, who is Cain, or is um, nice. Adam's, Adam's first, first wife. That's nice. Seen as the mother of demons, and maybe that's a reason why. Nice. Um, okay, and now, as a bonus, in Ophite and Sethian Gnosticism, Samael is the third name of the Archon who is the Demiurge, the divine figure who believes himself to be the sole creator God, but is actually one of 13 Archons and eons created by the dreams of the unconscious creator. So in this system, God is unknowable and distant, and portions of the pieces of the universe that comprise him and infinity all have personalities and one of them accidentally drifts away and accidentally creates 13 archons which are these like basically god level spiritual beings and one of those creates the world and thinks he's god of it and oh. jesus is the, a different eon the eon is the father of this bad archon named sophia The eons were the ones created by the real gods. And he's a different eon who goes down into the world to save us from the illusion that the archon known as Samael slash Yaldabaoth slash Sackless is actually
1: God. (laughs) Is this like Mormon?
2: No, dude, I know. (laughs) I was going to say this is sort of like Philip K. Dick and like the weird way he went crazy seeing what he perceived as, like, one point of a many-pointed godhead. And it's just, yeah. It's
0: 1,700 years old. It's so badass, and it's the entire foundation of Final Fantasy X. Oh. (laughs) Oh, my God, right. I
2: forgot about the eons. Sick.
0: Yeah, to clarify, this is also where uh, the name and idea of Sophia as, like, a goddess of wisdom, like, if not came from, became really popular. So, once again... Creator God has 13 dreams that comprise all of reality. One of them, Wisdom Sophia, drifts too far away and accidentally creates 13 Archons. One Archon creates the world, and that's Yahweh. But okay. his real name is Samael, which means blind God, or Yaldabaoth, which means child of chaos, or Saklas, <gasps> which means fool.
1: Okay, it's yeah. not fair. Why do they get so many names? I know you get it's one, sweet. You get so one cool. name.
2: Names are powerful, <laughs> right? They hide all this red metal imagery and can confuse the idea of who you really are and what you mean. I don't people. like go
1: up to people and I'm like, "Hi, I'm Sarah, but I'm also known as like the death dealer." Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you should try snake it one eyes. time.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Call me Snake Eye. <laughs> um yeah, and so, yeah. like, giving yourself your own nickname is dubious, <laughs> but it yeah, is.
0: the church gets away with it. Part of the reason there's all these names is because it's there's no one Gnosticism, there's lots of different mm-hmm. schools of Christianity, and they probably would have just called themselves Christians. So, like, um, yeah, the early days of Christianity were like the Wild West, it was crazy.
2: <laughs> and <laughs> so, the is a set of guns,
0: just less efficient by the standard <laughs> of its day. <laughs> um, so. Some of this is to justify language in the in the Hebrew Bible and stuff like that, where God says stuff stuff like I am God and there's no other God beside me. Right. Like, because he's ignorant of his strength and from where he actually came from. He believes that what he's saying is true, but like he can't actually know Real ones know.
1: Man, that's crazy.
2: Thank you for letting me do that. Gnosticism is so wild.
1: That was radical, dude.
2: Right? But I'm not going to let you get away from the rest of this quiz. We yeah. got more <laughs> demons <to laughs> I wouldn't end. dream of it. I would <laughs> not dream of it. All right. So uh, let's do
0: this guy here. Next up. Embodiment of chaos and evil that threatens to consume the damned and demon of the deadly sin of envy, origin and bearer of the terrifying hell mouth. Ooh. Hellmouth. Ooh.
1: Hellmouth.
2: Right. The Hellmouth. <gasps> that's big Buffy uh, energy for would sure. It
1: be Leviathan, like he's known for a mouth.
2: I know, right? Like there might be uh, a more Leviathan thing later, but my mind did go that's there. The thing. I'm still gonna guess Abaddon. It's my favorite guess. <laughs> I have to know who he is. Dota vibes. Uh, that's your guess, Dan. Abaddon. Abaddon is incorrect. Son of a
0: bitch.
1: Oh, I'm going with Leviathan then.
0: Sarah, you got it. it. Oh. You got it. You had that good first <clears throat> instinct. I talked myself <clears throat> out of it. No, yeah, you, <laughs> you had it, yep. but you've got a bad envision. No, well done. Uh, okay, so Leviathan is obviously, we talked about Leviathan a bit. He's referenced in several books of the Hebrew Bible as a sea serpent, as well as the Book mm-hmm. of Enoch. Near Eastern myths often include a chaos comp with something like a Leviathan sea monster in it who represents chaos. Big old fish. Leviathan was used as an image of the devil endangering both god's creatures by attempting to eat all of them because he's the biggest and yeah. god's creation by threatening it with upheaval in the waters of chaos right like god has to deal with it and we have to deal
2: with it the physical and the existential like evil chaos powers that's cool this giant snake has an aura that can only be fought by god with his say an aura
0: yeah so a lot of it has to do with the fact that Leviathan is a, basically the origin of the dragon imagery that gets used a lot. And obviously mm-hmm. that has morphed over time as well. But the dragon is pretty synonymous with the devil. Great red dragon. Yep. In some Gnostic sects, it encapsulates the entire world with its body biting its own tail, which should sound kind of familiar to some other uh, mythology. Yeah, You're Gunder
2: um, enthusiasts.
0: Yeah, and and you know serpents that encompass the world or represent the physical world are all over mythology, all over the world, which is pretty cool,
2: right? Because they're like weird and alien and powerful, but also a really good symbol for either immortality or rebirth with how they grow and yeah, shit. exactly. It's a potent symbol. Yeah, they're
0: they're oh. they
2: circles themselves.
0: You got Quetzalcoatl, you've got Virtra, you've got Jormungandr, you've it's got also Leviathan,
2: Tiamat. A big alchemical symbol is the snake that's crucified. It's the idea that this, uh, the formless thing can be given form, like mercury, Mm-mm. the liquid solid. <laughs> right?
0: Absolutely. It's really so, cool. Uh, and so the last sort of m- morphing of Leviathan is like, from that Gnostic idea where, like, it encapsulates the world, some of them, Valentinians wrote, uh, after death, the soul has to pass through the seven spheres of the heavens. If it doesn't succeed, it'll be swallowed by the Leviathan, who remains, like, oh. the border of the earthly level. Yeah. And uh, he, you know, you're either in the hell of inside Leviathan or he, he captures your soul and you go back into the physical world and you're born as an animal.
2: That's a Guy Gabriel K imagery as well. That's always stuck with me. The elves that think they're going to heaven, but keep getting eaten by a big snake. So sad. Yeah. And uh,
0: this tradition, it's thought, uh, led medieval scholars like Thomas Aquinas to describe it as like a demon of envy. And for the imagery that became so popular of like when you die, you fall into like a big demonic mouth. You fall through this like physical nightmare, right? Like the worst thing you can imagine, but is of the physical world.
1: That cool. really goes hand in hand with like my fear of being eaten alive. So like. Oh, same. Oh, right. it
0: worked on me so good. Dude. That, Absolutely. Yeah. That's like as much point. as
2: I love the symbology and want to be OK with them, I am perpetually Indiana Jones. Like, why did it have <laughs> to be snakes? They are so goddamn scary.
1: I don't know, man. It's not like anything eating me, eating me alive, like especially in one bite and like being in something's tummy and yeah. just like waiting for death. That's a terrible, yeah. terrible thought. Uh, also it happened like so
2: early in Attack on Titan, I was like. It happened
1: <laughs> so early! Oh my god. Yeah, no, I we all know the Terror
2: Toad is a very foundational text for uh, ours and Power Rangers mythology. The Nothing- most potent guys of the evil one.
1: Like, nothing confuses me more than the fact that this is, like, a thing searched for, especially in porn, (laughs) of, like, (laughs) eat me alive. Like, what are you thinking? How is that possibly? It's the anti-survival
2: instinct, right? Like, all of our thousands of years of existence and ancestors have been like, don't let this happen. I really
0: think I get it. I'm not going to lie. I think I get Vor. I think I I really (laughs) get it. Because it has to do with, I won't get into the nitty gritty, but it has to do with, like, the feeling you get with the idea and the fear of, like, something destroying your physical form, but for a reason that could not be less personal. It's, like, completely indifferent. Like, you're just stuff. You're just, like, nourishment. They're going to
1: have a great time going to hell. And, like, the idea (laughs) of the
0: imbalance between, like, the complete, unbelievable, apocalyptic horror of everything around you, like, being digested and, like, Uh. something else being, like, I literally don't care. Like, I don't even register this as a thing
2: happening. There's
0: something there. There's something. Jesus yeah, Christ. something in my
2: brain that prevents me from engaging with this. Like, nope. Just yeah. don't. Just, oh, it yeah. scares me. It scares me real good. That feeling inside. Yeah. Don't
1: like it. No. Don't so like I, it. It. it's good so you're anyway. talking to
2: someone about it. Hopefully, you're oh, yeah. <laughs> well, So anyway, back
0: into the hell mouth we go. Yeah.
1: Yay.
0: <laughs> so the uh, just to check in, your remaining names are Abaddon. Uh, Azazel, there. Yep. Baphomet, Iblis, and Semyaza.
1: Yeah. We'll never get to Semyaza. I'm losing all hope.
0: <laughs> Semyaza doesn't exist. Okay, I've updated it. That's right, right? One, yep. two, yep. three, four, five. Yeah, good. All right, all right, here we go. Name of a demon lord in occults and mystical traditions, sometimes called the Horned King or Prince of Beasts. Buzz. Is his image is meant to be the symbolization of the equilibrium of opposites. Half human, buzz. half
2: animal, <laughs> male <Buzz>. and female, good <laughs> <Buzz. laughs> and evil. <laughs> buzz. Uh, Sarah, did you buzz? I think Sarah's is yes. broken. I know the answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I it, Sarah. It's Baphomet. It's
1: Baphomet.
2: Baphomet. It's Baphomet. Yeah, big Thank titty you. goat man.
1: The symbol for the, the satanic uh, temple temple. Thank you. That's
2: right. Yeah. He is that
0: sabbatic goat we talked about earlier with the horns, the five horns, the, the pentagram shape. And uh, he's got like a human body and a goat face and sometimes one boob, sometimes two boobs. Sweet. Uh, he gets used a lot. Uh, and he does is the imagery for like the satanic temple. He's honestly like one of the more modern and less scary representations of Satanism. He is like scary, but like
2: yeah. And I don't know if we've talked about it a lot yet, but sort of the symbols that were incorporated, like everything is pagan from the perspective of Christianity, but all these other religions that like the images specifically of Pan, like the goat man and nature mm-hmm. boy, the green man and uh, Poseidon for the Trident. Right. Like, I just wanted to have those things said about the imagery we now associate with the devil.
1: Yeah. But about absolutely. like Dionysus, like the, the party god. I was not that, that's more of like a true blood spinoff, so maybe I'll add
2: Yeah, I don't think he was goaty. Not
1: goaty. Yeah, he did get sewed back
2: together and cut up once, and there was a dolphin involved, but yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind that. Sweet.
0: Yeah, the other cool stuff about Baphomet is like the name origin, where uh, they think it was the term that uh, like troubadours and Templars used derisively for Muhammad during the Crusades. Like, they called him Baphomet, either like a bastardization or like a weird mishearing, mistranslation that became like a mean thing. Or they were already being like, yeah, he's a demon. I, it's like kind of unclear. Well, he is what was used when the French king Philip the Fourth, like false. Well, accused the Templars of being like crazy Satanists who lick each other's wieners uh, <laughs> on purpose. And like, you'd have
2: to be into Satan to do that. Get out of here.
0: So he could, like, destroy them as a powerful institution and take all of their money? Yes. Yeah. He was accusing them that, you know, he had people confess to, like, worshipping Baphomet and stuff. Huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have, you know, I don't know about the Templars. It was weird. It was a weird one. I don't know if anybody believed any of that, but. Or if it was just, like,
2: a men's group that wanted to get together <laughs> yeah. and
0: have rituals and orgies, probably. Like, they definitely had such an insane amount of money that people were like, it must have been Satan, but... Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, all right. So we have Abaddon, Azazel, Iblis, and Semyaza remaining.
2: Here we go. Abaddon coming
0: up. One of the watchers in the Book of Enoch who rebelled against God and taught men the art of warfare and weapon making and taught women the arts of ornamenting the body, dyeing the hair... And makeup, leading buzz. humanity <laughs> into wickedness and impurity, until he buzz. was, at Yahweh's command, bound to the jagged rocks until
2: judgment day. Buzz, Ooh, buzz he's kind of Promethean in that way. Buzz, uh, I think it was Sarah. Yeah, she's yes, definitely Buzz. Yes, God. <laughs> All right,
1: uh, what you got? it's gotta be Samyaza. Like, that's such a fabulous name. But, like, of course he knows how to do makeup. Like, hey, Sarah. Yeah.
2: Semnoza. <laughs> this boy's Azazel, one of the and Nephilim, is. says, Hey, humanity, you're looking pretty hot, but what if you had some eyeshadow?
1: You better work, Azazel. Yeah.
2: And so, t- to
0: clarify, Dan is right. He's not one of the Nephilim, but he's the, the father of the Nephilim. Oh, one of right, the fathers sorry. of the Nephilim. The Nephilim being uh,
2: the spawn of angels
0: and humans, right? That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, he's one of the watchers in the book of Enoch. Um, and then, you know, that name, I feel like people have heard it in the context of Satan. It's just like a demon name in a lot of pop
2: culture. It's first um, bad guy in the supernatural show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there are actually some threads when you connect, like, you know, some, some Milton-ish stuff to some of this Enoch stuff, um, that he is specifically, like, the Lucifer angel, um, because he was the one with so much to give humanity out of the Watchers, specifically in terms of like talents to give them and abilities, even though he right. wasn't like the Watcher.
2: Sort of like the Lucifer Lightbringer kind of. uh Yeah, injury.
0: yeah. And I, I mean, I put it in the rocks part because like that's what it was before. It was like a burning hell. Oh. And like it does really sound Promethean,
2: doesn't mm. it? Like, yeah. Right, like the knowledge of good and evil is a lot like the fire of like humanity that isn't just literal, but is the figurative like desire to create and master things. Yeah, and not just be fully reliant on the gods.
1: Damn, dude. Yeah, Yeah,
2: that's that's cool. Satan, Satan's a bro. Um, Mm. He's
0: our trickster. So, okay, let's. uh, We got three left. Let's go. Yeah,
1: let's blow through it, because we're, we're de- definitely taking our
2: time. Yeah. Sarah awesome. and I both I have apologize. our favorites, and I can't wait <laughs> to All see right. where Abaddon and Sumyazza come out of this.
0: Uh, okay, here's a hint. Both a place of
2: destruction and an angel of the abyss. Ah, uh, yeah, see, that one I know. Abyss is Abaddon's whole vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, Yay! finally. That Thanks, Abaddon. Thanks, Dota. A baddie. He's a baddie. Right. Uh, in the
0: Hebrew Bible, Abaddon, or Abaddon, is used with reference to a bottomless pit, often appearing alongside of Sheol, which is like the original like underworld for oh, cool. Israelites. Uh, Apollyon is like a, another similar, the same thing. It's like the Greek version of Abaddon.
2: Um, sounds like Apollo, and the, which sounds like the opposite <laughs> of the abyss. is Yeah. Well, Apollyon is... Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And then in the book of Revelation of the New Testament, an angel called Abaddon is described as the king of an army of, like, locusts or locust-bearing demons. So, you know, he's a demon
2: king. He's maybe Satan. Locust-bearing demons. Uh, That, to me, was a bug's life. All those motorcycle-having grasshoppers riding in. (laughs) That rules.
0: Uh, Let's do this guy leader of the Watchers, who is consumed with lust for human women, and convinced his brethren to defy God and mate with them, creating the half-human, half-angelic Nephilim.
1: Oh sweet, it's Iblis, isn't it?
0: That one's gonna be
2: Samyaza the Horny. I know it. <laughs> it is Samyaza. <gasps> my
1: fucking god! Oh my god! I thought you were gonna save him for the last, just to torture me. But no, you decided to throw a little fork in the road and fuck me over. A devil's you, fork. I know your name. You <laughs> go by many names. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like Big Nerd. Wow. No lie. So Samyaza is the leader of the Watchers. He's like this most elite of angels who are put in charge of watching humans. Um, He watches the humans for so long that his only uh, conclusion is that human women are impossibly hot and he has to be allowed (laughs) to have sex with them. And so he convinces all the other Watchers to do that and to accept their fate, no matter what comes from God, when he inevitably gets very What's God going to
2: do to all of us? I mean, (laughs) come on. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really good persuasive argument.
0: There's a ton of Enochian literature. These books were really popular at various points in history, even during the Christian movement, where it's all like about this like proto Earth where like, you know, the Nephilim ruled Earth for a long time. and They were nasty and gross and they were the sons of angels
2: and like Um, giants in some depictions. Yeah,
0: the the, uh, English translation was often just giants of the word Nephilim. So like the origin of giants is humans fucking angels.
1: Sweet.
2: Right, and maybe that's explaining, like, mammoth bones and shit, yeah. like, this sort of pervasive idea in the collective unconsciousness that, like, some bigger used to be here. <laughs> and we're scared of it.
0: Yeah. Certainly of, like, a more mythic age predating yeah. ours is, like, a really common idea. And so these watchers, these angels, like, rule Earth as, like, the, like, super kings of their <laughs> demigod children. And then God, this is the reason that God needs to have a flood. He he has he conspires to get uh, some archangels to make the Nephilim like wage civil war against each other and against mm. the other Watchers. And then when they're at their weakest, he uh the his archangels capture all the original Watcher chieftains, bind them to some rocks, and then he floods the world, and Noah is the only one to survive because Noah's a purebred human. Oh. Uh and all the Nephilim, the like half angel, half humans are wiped out forever. And that's why humanity can then inherit the world.
1: I didn't realize uh, the Wrinkle in Time series goes into that one,
2: like,
1: <laughs> which is like a kid's book series that were incredibly re- written. Ignore like the Oprah Winfrey movie, because like whatever. But uh, yeah, like th- that's the entire plot. Like these kids get transported to this time and angels are like fucking all the humans. And the humans are so into it. But
2: like, <laughs> we love this. Sounds love great. <laughs>
1: <it>. <laughs> and they're having like taller babies because of it. like, yep. yeah, that was it. That's so interesting. I had no idea. Enoch sounds dope.
0: It is dope. And I would refer all listeners to the game El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron, which is an anime
2: <laughs> exploration of this very yeah. story. It's oh, so goodness. good. It's beautiful. It is too, so good. Like, stylistically, like that's a gorgeous, fun action game. So good.
0: Shits on Steam. The uh, the cool anime clipboard holder who's like always chill and tells you what to do is <laughs> Lucifer. Is like the angel that's still like working for God because he's watching this like terrible angel rebellion and he's like, that's not how I would have done it. Like <laughs> Cause seems cause to me a-
2: things could be different around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of Satan foreshadowing and the Metatron's the mouthpiece, right? Like that's what his function is later in life. That it's an angel that speaks for God or writes the yeah. shit down.
0: And so, okay, this is all I need to, like, this is the Enoch digression. There's not another Enoch digression coming. We're basically done. And uh, Enoch was a man. He's, he's like the ultimate spinoff dude in the book of Genesis chapter five. It eventually like lists all the humans from Adam down to, you know, whatever, I guess Moses or something. Um, And it's like thousands of years or whatever. And they're all living ridiculously long time. Enoch has this line where, like, it says one thing about them: they lived blank years, and they did this, and it's like Enoch's was—he uh, was taken and is with God. Which, like, maybe just meant died, but people were like, oh, well, what if it doesn't? What if he has a crazy story? And, like, he's actually still alive, and he's the only immortal human.
2: Right. That's, oh. the, uh, <laughs> that's the QI gotcha question. Who's the oldest person in the Bible? And they want you to say Methuselah. Uh. But it's like, nope, Enoch was taken by God. Still alive. Still, still going alive. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Uh,
0: and in some, uh, I think it's Kabbalistic literature, but maybe even, like, post-Talmudic lore, Enoch becomes the Metatron and he's the only human who becomes a son of God through his deeds and oh. then like is still alive, either like he became an angel or he became just like a special helper. <laughs> but right? yeah. and
2: that's like sort of the old uh, Greek and Roman like Heracles ascension to divine status from heroics, right? Like yeah, that's, exactly. What's that word? Apotheosis or no? Yeah, uh, I think that is it actually. Yeah, cool. Yeah, the Becoming and Ascension. That's awesome. Uh, before we do the last one there, just get the uh, Iblis story, uh, what do you have on my namesake watcher, Daniel?
0: Uh, you know, actually nothing. He was one of them. I don't know if he did anything specific. Uh, I'm sure he's a boss in El Shaddai.
2: Sweet. He's probably just there smoking <laughs> weed, being cool. I know one of the gifts the watchers gave was just like, here's how you can understand the weather. And I really hope it wasn't my boy. <laughs> like, I think that's the lamest thing that he endowed humanity with. Look at that clown. Yeah, meteorologist angel. It might rain. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. In I,
0: I haven't actually read Enoch 1 it, since uh, a long time ago, and even then I barely, like, understood it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, uh, uh, what's his ass? Samael? Wait, no. Azazel, Azazel yeah. is definitely the one who it seems like gives the most to people.
2: <laughs> this is a gun and this is lipstick. <laughs> yeah, besides
0: yeah. the angel D, he's also giving good advice.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, no, and I can just be happy with the symbolism of uh, like, it's romantic to love something enough that you're like, fuck you, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna listen to you no more. I'm gonna go live my best life with this human babe.
1: Human babes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and All right, to close out the quiz, the, the only one remaining is Iblis. Uh, so I'll just tell you about Iblis because it's cool and I didn't know about Iblis or Eblis. Um, a high-ranking angel who refused to bow to Adam and humanity and so was cast down from heaven. Uh, afterward, he existed as chief of the Shaitan, uh, spirits including... Or spirits who incited humans to sin by whispering to their hearts. Nice. So, you the know, he's tongue. he's in the... Islamic tradition, like there is Shaitan or Shaitan, which is like sort of one to one Satan, um, but Eblis is his original angel name. He was either, like I said, an angel that refused to bow to Adam and thought humans should be more obedient, or in an alternate account, which is way cooler, he's created in the seventh hell, uh, which is the lowest one, and worships God for thousands of years and keeps getting promoted and eventually. He's in the company of angels in the seventh heaven. Um, but he is still a fire djinn. And so eventually God creates Adam and orders all the angels to bow down. And he's like, I'm not doing that. I'm a sweet fire gin." And sweet. then he, he puts him back in the fireplace. And then he's like king of the fireplace. Because he was like a good boy to God for a while, but ultimately fucked up. So it's like respect.
2: Cool. Yeah, he's got awesome. some like a union that stopped him from being terminated outright
0: and that's all of the Satan names that I compiled there are so many more um Yay! I, I got to you know talk about my and Satan shit in there so and we also got to talk about a lot of different stuff so uh yeah I no, think well done you know if we're looking at that origin we can or, or structure thing we can skip Right to either Milton or Modern Satan stuff.
2: Yeah, I think those segue really naturally into each other, right? Cause like so much of our modern Satan needs this cool rebel shit.
0: The devil opened up his case and he said, I'll start this show, and fire flew from his fingertips as he rosened up his bow. And he pulled the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss. And then a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this.
2: Now, Paragon Marathon, we hold you in suspense, suspended between heaven and hell, like Satan himself. Before we return to the story of the adversary in Part Two, Satan's Boogaloo,
0: or as Satan would say, maybe if he was feeling nasty, Part poo. God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow, <laughs> you really elevate our
2: experience, Tom. Thank I you. Am this. <laughs> I am <Pee-pee> Little filth.
1: I am poo-poo Man. <laughs> Lives. <laughs> oh oh my gosh well uh bye Alzebub! <laughs> 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 with pots and pans a da ba bee boop a Monkey jazz <laughs> I, That's all I remember from O'Donnell
2: Dorothy. scat I'm um, right. really glad okay. to have the outro taken care of